0: Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, August 31st, 2018, and on today's report I will be talking about Molly Tibbetts' her life and death. Molly was a 20-year-old sophomore at the University of Iowa. She went out for a jog on July 18th of this year and was never seen alive again. Local authorities, aided by the concern of local Iowa people, searched high and low for her with nothing to show for it. A reward of almost $400,000 was raised and offered for information about where Molly might be. Finally, authorities located a farmer who had a farm about an hour from the small community of Brooklyn, Iowa, where Molly lived for some reason. This farmer set up surveillance video cameras around his farm amid the thousands of acres of cornfields and along the roads. It didn't take long to spot Molly on camera running down an Iowa road with a strange car following her. The driver stopped, forced her into the trunk of his car. Her body was found in a field a short time later. So she was kidnapped and murdered. Who knows what else? A preliminary autopsy revealed that she was stabbed to death. Christian Bejana Rivera, an illegal alien from Mexico, has been charged with her murder. Mr. Rivera confessed to the murder and took authorities to Molly's body, but said he, quote, blacked out. He didn't remember anything about it. We know then who stabbed Molly, but who else is responsible? Is anyone else responsible? For her death, Richard Viguerie, in his publication, Conservative Headquarters, said best, quote, The brutal murder of Brooklyn, Iowa College student Molly Tibbetts cast a harsh and inescapable light on exactly who is responsible for this senseless killing. And from our perspective, Christiane Behenia Rivera, whom the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation has named as her alleged murderer, was only the means of her death. The real killers are the politicians who keep our borders open and who continue protecting illegal aliens, especially those with criminal histories. Molly Tibbetts was killed so that somebody in Iowa could have cheap labor. She was killed so that the Business Round Table, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, and the rest of Washington, Wall Street, Silicon Valley axis, could hit this quarter's earnings targets, and most shamefully, She was killed so that the virtue signaling liberal politicians could get reelected and because their bootlickers in the media, their urban elite supporters in the gated communities in the security-doored co-ops and condos, feel superior to her and other victims like her. They don't think their lives are worth protecting, end quote. Well, whatever the reason, Molly's still dead. Her death gives us a chance to look at several aspects of the immigration system that passes laws against illegal entry into the United States and then welcomes the violators of those laws with open arms. Molly's town of Brooklyn, Iowa was surrounded by sanctuary cities and counties, but on July 1st of this year, just two weeks before her disappearance, the Iowa State Legislature passed a law revoking state funding for sanctuary cities and counties, in the state, two weeks too late and two weeks too little for Molly Tibbetts. Mr. Rivera apparently used a fake or stolen ID and a fraudulent Social Security card to get a job at a local dairy farm. The dairy farm owner admits he did not use e to check Mr. Rivera's eligibility for employment. Mr. Rivera, illegally in the United States for seven years, actually fathered his own anchor baby by one of Molly's former classmates. Since the baby was born in the United States, according to our current bizarre interpretation of the 14th Amendment, the baby is a U.S. citizen. The arrest of Mr. Rivera caused him to be separated from his child. and If convicted, he will be separated from his child for many years, perhaps permanently, although Iowa, unfortunately, does not have the death penalty the subject of children of illegal aliens separated from their parents is a cause of great concern to some Democrat politicians, such as Elizabeth Warren, Democrat senator from Massachusetts. She expressed the opinion that what we should really be concerned about here is not Molly Tibbetts, but the separation of children from their parents at the border, Mr. Rivera, permanently separated Molly from her parents, not to mention his own baby separated permanently perhaps from his father. Many others have also been permanently separated from their parents and children by illegal alien murderers. Molly is but one in a long line of murder victims killed unnecessarily by illegal aliens who were allowed to enter and remain in this country. His, quote, I blacked out defense may allow his lawyers to portray him as the victim as to a certain extent did Kate Stanley's lawyer. The wall along our southern border, if it is ever built, can now be a memorial wall. Kate Steinley, Molly Tibbets, Edric Smith, Juergen Cheston, Catherine Ann Webb Flores, Natalie Chidlaw, Justin Troy Holland, Adam James Kemp, Teresa Ann Pierce Harrelson, Kimberly Hoyle, Amber Reed, Patsy Eason Barefoot, Ronald, Ronnie Dale V. Widger, Charles C. Clements, William Perry, Tony Gabriel, Jamil Shaw, Jr., Josh Wilkerson, Christy Sue Pena, Grant Ronebeck, Sarah Root, Drew Rosenberg, Sergeant Brandon Mendoza, and Timothy J. Minor, those people were all killed by illegal aliens, but I offer my apologies to the long list of those I left off because I don't know their names. These are just the ones... I currently know of, but there are hundreds, perhaps thousands, of others. When I first heard about this case, I wondered about Molly, about Molly Tibbetts. I wondered how she felt about illegal immigration before she was kidnapped and stabbed to death by an illegal alien. I said that I would bet she was a college student that she was down with the cause. Sure enough, on her Twitter account, she tweeted the mandatory phrase for those who are, quote, woke now. Quote, I hate white people. That's what she said publicly for anyone to see. I hate white people. I wonder if she was so ethnomasochistic that she actually hated herself. I wonder if she hated her parents, her friends at college, the kids who work at Starbucks, the professors who were woke like her. I doubt if she actually hated any of those people. In the classic definition of the word hate, that phrase, is like a rite of passage today into the liberal world. That's what you say if you want to be a good person, to be liked, to be oh so virtuous, and to be accepted by all the right people the way Molly was killed. Matters, though. Molly matters. The person who killed her is not a statistic but a real person who committed a real crime and now she is dead 100% of the time. Molly's murder sheds an inescapable light on the circumstances of her death. One sanctioned and indulged crime, illegal entry into the United States, led to a much worse and much more violent crime. If we allow those in the media or in politics to write that out of the equation, then we have cheated any sense of honesty out of our investigation into Molly's death. Politicians who let in illegal aliens and who let them stay here, kill people like those names on my list. I just recited politicians such as Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell, Marco Rubio, Nancy Pelosi, and Chuck Schumer have traded the lives of ordinary Americans for cheap labor contributions and for political power they have as well invited. The violent crime and violent criminals of Mexico and Central America, into the heartland towns and communities of America. I wonder if those politicians have ever just a little pricking of their conscience for Molly Tibbetts running through a cornfield in Iowa or Kate Stanley walking along a pier in San Francisco. I doubt if they do, because when they appear in public with armed guards and armored limousines, they live behind walls in guarded mansions. They dictate terms. For the rest of us, I hope this woman's death creates enough outrage in people that they remember it this November. If I were a Republican candidate for any state or federal office, I'd remember it. And Senator Warren's comments would play every time one of my rallies occurred, especially Iowa in 2020. This case makes me wish we had a special law enforcement agency responsible for identifying and apprehending violent criminal Aliens. Perhaps we could call the agency the Immigration and Customs Enforcement, or ICE. Wait a minute. We do have an agency. Every day, the men and women of ICE are out there trying their best to catch the Christian Riveras before they encounter the Molly Tibbets of America. There is a movement now. However, those followers want to abolish ICE. In fact, that's the name of their organization. It's quite virtuous now to advocate for the Abolish ICE movement. Just about all Democrat politicians are willing to do it if it keeps them on board with the new Democrat Party. Finally, folks, finally, would it be fair to say that Abolish ICE and its enabling politicians helped Christiane Rivera abolish Molly Tibbets? Perhaps it would. At least that's the way I see it. Till next time, folks, this is Darrell Castle. Thanks for listening.